You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus is Lord over all. Learn more in week two of the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed was actually written 150 years after the death of the Apostles. And this is the very summary. Sabihin niyo, summary. Summary of the Christian doctrine and belief and faith. And so, makikita natin dito, naka-incorporate talaga maliwanag na maliwanag is the very gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because the gospel is the central message in the whole Bible. You can preach the Bible without preaching the gospel. But of course, that is no relevance at all. But we preach the gospel, the pure gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we believe that all of us got saved because of Jesus. Amen. So tayo po ay nasa isa, second week na, during the time of the early believers, ito'y kanilang minememorize. Okay? Pero hindi naman natin ginagawa itong ritual. It was just necessary for them that before they would be baptized in water and be part of the church, ito po ay kanilang nire-recite because at that particular moment, there were a lot of deceptions. There were a lot of false doctrines. Sabagay, wala rin naman niyang kaibahan ngayon. Di ba? Mas marami na yung mga mana ng palataya, kaya hindi natin minememorize yan. We put it into our hearts. Amen. We say John 3.16 is the very summary of the entire Bible. Ano yung John 3.16? Alam nyo ba yung John 3.16? Recite nyo nga. One, two, three. Kristiyano nga itong mga kaharap ko. Kasi kapag ka, hindi kayang i-recite ang John 3.16, malamang bago pa lang. Kaya yung mga, mga hindi po narinig na nag-recite ng John 3.16, si, mga ano po yan, mga bago lang po siguro sila. Okay, dahil kakakristyano, talagang minememorize yung John 3.16, that is the very heart of the Bible. Now, siguro po, uh, 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 sino rin gumagamit ng Google? Search engine po yan sa internet. Okay? Medyo, kukunti lang. Taas ang kamay, ano na? Okay. Anything that you type in, they're lalabas. Okay? At kung itinayip ninyo kung sino po yung most popular or most Googled person. Okay? Kitignan natin yung tatlong most Googled person in the internet. Tingnan natin una si Prophet Mohammed. Okay? And this is the largest second religion. Okay? Not just in our country, I think in the world. It's 17.3 million. Okay? 17.3 million. Si Barack Obama... Wow, 176 million. Because you know naman, ang America is being considered as the greatest nation sabi na, in the world. Because ang America nakikipaglaban sa democracy ng iba't ibang bansa. 176 million. Now, tignan natin sila ba talaga yung pinaka-most Googled person? Tignan natin si Jesus. 583 million! Come on! Sa panahon ko, wala pa yung Google-Google nung nasa college pa ako eh. Kaya late na lang yung Google. But you see, 583 million. If people would claim they are popular, I don't think that they are more popular than Jesus Christ. Christ turned upside down the entire world for God. So, si Jesus, 583 million, kaya walang sino man ang pwedeng magmalaki. Kahit na mag-hold pa sila ng malalaking mga konsyerto at sabi lang they are more popular than Jesus Christ, nagkakamali sila. And these people may be mocking Jesus in their concert and say they are even more popular than Christ or even malign the Holy Communion that we did a while ago. Yung Last Supper, minalign yan. But sa una, para akong nagagalit. 
because may divine indignation sa akin na si Jesus tinataas namin dito, pinupuri, sinasamba, pagkatawa sa isang concert, imamax siya. Nasasaktan ako, but instead of me becoming angry, mas minabuti kong wag lang magalit, kundi maawa na lang ako sa kanya dahil naisip ko hindi siya nakakilala sa Diyos. Kawawa ang kaluluwa niya kapag ka siya ay nawala dito sa mundo. And so, ganun po siguro yung maging attitude natin. When somebody, a popular person, pinapalakpakan man ng mundo, popular na popular, imamak si Jesus, gagamitin ang inverted cross, kung ano-anong gagawin, just to express the rebellious heart on God, tayo, imbis na magalit, kakaawaan na lang natin at ipapanalangin yung taong yun. Amen? Let's give God a hand. God is worthy of our praise. Sa oras pong ito, I would like us, pag-aralan natin, sino ba tong Jesus na ito? Yes, 583 million siyang ginugel, pero kilala nga ba siya talaga ng mga taong nag-google sa kanya? They may be referring to the same Jesus who died and rose again from the dead, pero ang tanong is, siya nga ba talaga yung kinikilala ng mga tao kung paano siyang ipinapahayag ng Biblia? Sa ating pong lahat, tumayo po tayong lahat. At nais ko pong bago natin basahin ang ating teksto, ay sabay-sabay nating basahin ang Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He was descended to hell. The third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there, He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Ngayon pong araw na ito, pag-aaralan natin is about Jesus Christ. Say, Jesus Christ. Buksan po natin dito sa my John chapter 1, especially verse 1. And then we will jump to verse 14. 1, 2, 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory. Glory is the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's bow down our head. Lord, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to study Your Word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us. Tulungan mo kaming maunawaan ang iyong banal na salita upang sa aming pong pag-aaral nito, hindi lamang namin maunawaan, kundi may apply namin sa aming buhay at tignan namin si Jesus ayon sa pinapahayag ng iyong salita. Salamat o Diyos sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. So pag-aaralan natin si Jesus Kristo, siya nga ba talaga yung mga nakikilala ng tao na Jesus Kristo na ipinapahayag ng Biblia? Minsan po sa isang tagpo sa ating Panginoon sa Matthew 16 verses 13 to 14, sabi rin, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, He asked the disciple, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others, and still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Tinatanong ni Jesus, yung kanyang mga disciples, dahil sa mga pagkakataong yun, kinalang kinala na si Jesus, very popular na siya during that time. So, tinanong niya yung kanyang mga disciples para siyang nagsosurvey. Okay? Parang SWS survey. Okay? Ano sa tingin ninyo ang sinasabi ng mga tao sa akin? 
Uh, Panginoon, ang sabi nila, ikaw raw si John the Baptist. Si John the Baptist po ay isang dakilang tao. He became the forerunner of Christ, the voice of the Lord, in the wilderness preparing the way of the Lord. And there's really nothing wrong about John the Baptist. Si Elijah. Elijah was a great man. At ang sabi, still others is Jeremiah. So Jeremiah, during the time that when they were held captives in Babylon, siya yung nagbigay ng warning at siya rin nagbigay ng encouragement when they were already in Babylon. Dakila rin ang ginawa ng Panginoon sa buhay ni Jeremiah. And one of the prophets, pag sinabi yung prophet, spokesperson, spokesman of God, ginagamit ng Diyos to pronounce judgment or even to pronounce blessing. These were all great men, but no matter how great they were, they were nothing compared to Jesus. Amen. Kahit na dakila ang mga taong ito, wala pa sa kalingkingan kung sino si Jesus, kung makikilala lamang ninyo ang Panginoong Jesus sa inyong buhay. They were actually describing not Jesus Christ, but other prophets. They were not describing the Son of Man, the Son of the Living God, but they were describing other great men. And I should say, yung Jesus na kilala nila ay mali. Kung dadali natin yung katanungan sa ating panahon ngayon, ngayon tayong magsosurvey, who do people say the Son of Man is? Kung tatanungin nyo ang bawat reliyon, bagamat iisaraw yung Jesus na ating dinidescribe, o iisaraw yung Jesus na ating kinikilala, pero magugulat kayo, iba-iba yung kanilang description. Tanungin natin una sa lahat yung mga taga-Jehovah's Witnesses. At tingin nila kay Jesus, Jesus is the Archangel Michael incarnated in the flesh. Jesus, for them, is small or little God. The Father is the bigger God. Jesus is the small God. Ganun nila kinikilala si Jesus. Tatanungin natin, sino ba si Jesus sa mga Mormons? Jesus is the husband of Mary, Martha, and Mary Magdalene. He is the spirit brother of Lucifer. Gulat kayo ngayon nyo lang naintindihan yun. Ano? Ganun o yung kanilang pananaw sa madaling salita, polygamous si Jesus sa kanilang paningin. Now, tanungin natin yung mga Unitarians. Jesus is just a mere creature. Nilikha siya, hindi siya manlilikha. Kung tatanungin naman natin yung INC, Jesus is a man that they worship. Sabi na, wala raw ibang sasambahin, kundi ang Diyos lamang. Tama ho. Pero bakit nila sinasamba si Jesus? Sabi, ay utos kasi ng Ama na sambahin siya. Parang lumalabas si Lord. Wala sa katwiran. Sabi niya, wala kayong ibang sasambahin, kundi Diyos lamang. Pero sa kanilang pananaw, si Jesus ay tao lang, pero kanilang sinasamba. Tao lang, yet hindi kailanman naging Diyos. Sa mga Hindu, Jesus is one of the many demigod. Isa lang siya sa mga demigod. Sa Islam, Jesus is a mere prophet. Hindi siya Diyos, hindi siya son of the living God. Siya ay isa lang propeta. Sa mga oneness, Jesus is playing the roles of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yung Old Testament, siya raw yung Father, at kung siya'y nagkatawang tao, siya si Jesus at kinakausap niya yung sarili niya na nandun din sa langit. Okay? And the Holy Spirit. Siya rin daw yung umalis si Jesus, hindi lang daw siya umalis, nagkunwari lang siya dahil siya rin yung Holy Spirit. So mga atheist agnostics, Jesus is a good teacher or an example. Magandang halimbawa lang daw siya. Okay? Ganun lang. Sa mga unbelievers, Jesus is a good historical figure but irrelevant now. Kaya nga maraming mga new thinking na naglalabasan that's defying the Bible, it's because they may believe in Jesus, pero sinasabi nila, irrelevant na si Jesus sa ating panahon. Part lang siya ng history. Pero itong nakakagulat, sa mga Kristiyano, 
nominal Christians, Jesus is like a genie in a bottle whom you can ask for a wish. Sa kanila, they know Jesus dahil si Jesus sumasagot ng palalangin pag may hiningi kay bibigay sa iyo. Ganon minsan kababaw ang tingin ng maraming born-again Christian sa ating Panginoon. So tignan natin, paano nga ba natin makikilala si Jesus? Si Jesus ay makikilala natin ayon mismo sa kanyang mga sinabi na naipahayag sa banal na kasulatan. And no one can describe Jesus better than himself because he is the son of the living God. We are going to talk about the two nature of Christ, His divinity and His humanity. So unahin po natin yung kanyang divinity dahil sabi ng Apostles Creed kanina, I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. So John chapter 1 verse 1, In the beginning was the Word. Say Word. Jesus is the living Word of God. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. And this being attested in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, In the beginning... God. That is the eternal beginning. Walang date yun. Walang year. Walang month. Okay? In the beginning, the eternal beginning was the Word. At itong sinabi nyo is, let there be light, biglang nagkaroon nga ng liwanag, the Word of God, si Jesus yun. Okay? The spoken Word of God. Dito sa Colossians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9, sabi nyo ng verse 3, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy, and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in Him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. Kaya nagkakaiba-iba ang pananaw ng tao kay Jesus ay hindi nagiging tunay na Biblia lang ang kanilang batayan. Yung iba ay filosofiya, yung magaling na mga tuwiran. Ang Diyos ay Espiritu, sabi ng mga scholars nila. At dahil sa Diyos ay Espiritu, si Jesus ay hindi Diyos. Bakit nga kapatid? Alam mo kapatid, sabi, ang tao ay may laman, may buto at may dugo. Ang Diyos ba ay may laman, may buto at may dugo? Wala. Sa madaling salita, si Jesus ay tao lang at kailanman ay hindi siya naging Diyos. Yon ang kanilang sinasabi, kalahati, katotohanan, pero may twist dahil ginagamit ang philosophy sa pag-unawa kay Jesus. Kung gagamitin natin ang Biblia, it is the spiritual truth of God that it requires faith for you to understand that Jesus Christ became man. He was not man from the beginning, but He became man because of a purpose. And that is for our salvation. Now, pero mo tinatawin, empty deceit, mga kasinungalingan. Ba, bakit nagiging kasinungalingan? Dahil ang mga tao, ang sinusunod nilang gospel ay yung kanilang lifestyle. At kapag ang sinasabi ni Jesus is different from their lifestyle, they would twist who Jesus Christ is para mag-appeal o para mag-jive doon sa klase ng pamumuhay na meron sila. Tinatawag na human tradition according to the elemental spirits of the world, mga demonyong spirito na gumagala para nilangin ang sangkatauhan. Kung meron mang paboritong subject si Satanas at saka mga demonyo, alam po ninyo kung ano yon, Yung mawala yung paningin ninyo kay Jesus at maging iba ang inyong pananaw sa Kanya. Because in the entire Bible, Jesus Christ is the key to our salvation. Kaya pagkamali ang pananaw mo kay Jesus, mamamali ang kaligtasan mo. Ito pong katuruan natin ngayon, teaching po ito. This is more teaching than preaching. Kaya po medyo marami tayong verse 
At least pinapaalalahan ko na okay, marami tayong verse na babasahin. Kaya kung maaari po, walang kukurap. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, walang kukurap. Ayaw yan ang ombudsman dahil ba walang kurap. Okay. Sabi ng verse 9, For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. Sa pamamagitan ay isang si Jesus ay magkatawang tao para bigyan tayo ng kaligtasan, it was not just him alone. Hindi yung siya lang na hindi sinabi sa Ama, hindi sinabi sa Holy Spirit. They were in this thing together. The Father had the joy in sending His Son. Jesus Christ Himself took the initiative of being in the flesh. The Holy Spirit strengthened Him and manifested so that Jesus Christ would be able to accomplish what needed to be accomplished. They were all in this thing together. Kaya sabi, for in Him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. And it also speaks about the deity of Christ Jesus. Si Jesus ay tunay na Diyos. Sa so 1 John chapter 4, verse 14 to 15, And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. Sabi niyo, Savior. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in Him and He in God. Kinakailangan dumating po tayo roon sa kaalaman na si Jesus ay tunay na anak ng Diyos. Bakit po dapat yun? Kasi sa panahon ng ating Panginoong Isus, kapag sinabing si Jesus ay anak ng Diyos, magagalit yung lahat ng mga Hudyo. Bakit magagalit? Kasi pag sinabi mong ikaw ay son of God, ibig sabihin Diyos ka rin. Eh yun ang sinasabi ni Jesus. Kaya nga sa Old Testament eh, hindi tinatawag ang Diyos na Father eh. Almighty God lang ang tawag nila. Because, blasphemy, pagka tinatawag mong Father ang Diyos, kasi nga, si Jesus, kaya nga sinabi yun, alam niya kung sino siya. He knew very well His identity. Sabi ng 1 John chapter 5, verse 18, This was why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill Him. Referring to Jesus. Not only was He breaking the Sabbath, but He was even calling God His own Father, making Himself equal with God. Kaya gusto siyang patayin ng mga Hudyo. Dahil si Jesus, kiniklaim na siya yung son of the living God. Para sa kanila, blasphemy yun. Pero bakit nagsasalita si Jesus ng ganito? Because no one can best describe Jesus Christ except Himself. Philippians chapter 2 verse 11. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, the glory of God the Father. Yung salitang Lord, kung titignan niyo yan sa Old Testament ng Hebrew word, ito po ay Yahweh. Yung Hebrew word na yun, pag translate mo sa Greek, ang pagkakagamit noon, ang equivalent ay Lord. Kaya pag sinasabing Jesus Christ is Lord, siya yung actually yung Yahweh in the Old Testament. So pag sinabing Yahweh, that's actually Jesus Christ Himself, not yet being fully revealed in the Bible as Jesus Christ. Doon po sa may Exodus chapter 3, verse 15, kilala nyo naman siguro yung God of Moses. Kaya nahirapan si Joshua na mag-transition because pag sinabing God of Moses, this the God who made a lot of miracles. At kilalang-kilala ng mga Israelite, yung God of Moses. Dahil sa panahon ni Moses, nung siya'y tinawag ng Panginoon para pangunahan ng Israel, going to the promised land, nagtanong si Moses, paano kita ipapakilala sa mga tao? Itong sabi sa Exodus 3.14, God said to Moses, I am who I am. Sabihin niyo I am who I am. And he said this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. 
So anong pangalan ng Diyos na kanyang ipinakilala? I am. Not I will, not I was, but I am. Because whether it is in the past, in the present, or in the future, God is always relevant, God is always present, and God does not change. Amen. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Kahit na nare-refer pa natin sa future, He is still the great I am. Dahil God is not bounded by time. Amen. He is always present. Tingnan po natin, who is the great I am in the book of John? Alam natin, ang book of John, ang theme niya is revealing the deity of Christ Jesus. Okay? In chapter 6, verse 35 ng John, sabi ni Jesus, I am the bread of life. Doon sa may 9, verse 5, I am the light of the world. Doon sa 10, 9, I am the door. Okay? Doon sa may 10, 14, I am the good shepherd. Doon sa may... Uh, 11 verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. 14 verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And in verse 5 ng chapter 15, I am the vine. Ang sabi ni Jesus. So yung nire-refer na God of Moses, ang pangalan, is I am, is actually none other than Jesus Christ Himself. It is important for us to know Jesus Christ in that way so that hindi natin isipin na si Jesus ay nag-exist lang ng New Testament. Jesus said, Before Abraham was, I am. Before Abraham was, I am. Mas matanda pa siya kay Moses, mas matanda pa siya kay Abraham because he came from eternal. Now, bakit ganun ka-crucial para sa atin na makilala natin si Jesus sa kung sino siya according to what the Bible reveals about Him, sabi ng John 8.24, I told you that you would die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am He, you will die in your sins. Kung hindi si Kristo tunay na Diyos sa ating pananaw, hindi tayo makakakamit ng kaligtasan. Our salvation in He is hinge on the identity of who Jesus Christ is. Kung mali ang pananaw mo kay Jesus, kahit sinasabi mong tinanggap mo sa puso mo si Jesus, bilang Panginoon mo at sariling tagapagligtas, yet in your mind, He is not God, then you are not saved. Adyan po kayo. You may be referring to other Jesus, but that Jesus that is in the Bible. Because if Jesus Christ is not God, how could He save us? The Bible, especially in the Old Testament, lagi sinasabi, God is our Savior. God is our Savior. God is our Savior. And when Christ came and He was called Lord, and Lord means Savior, He was actually the one sent by the Father. He's the full expression of God's salvation to men. Maliban na maniwala kang si Kristo ay Diyos, nang iyong buhay at siya tunay na Diyos, hindi ka tunay na magkakaroon ng kaligtasan. Kung tingin mo lang sa kanya, ordinaryong tao, ang tagapagligtas mo, tao, hindi Diyos. Ayan po kayo. Jesus Christ is God. Doon nakasalalay sa identity ni Jesus kung paano natin siya tinitingnan yung ating kaligtasan. Because there are also so many religions that says, we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior. Pero pag pinadescribe mo kung sino si Jesus sa kanila, hindi pala si Jesus, Diyos sa kanilang paningin. And that is crucial for our salvation. 
there's no man that can save us except Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is fully God and He is also fully human. And there is a rational behind it. You don't just accept it as it is. There is a rational why He became man. Now, so tignan natin ngayon yung Christ humanity. We know that He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. So John 1.14, sabi, The Word became flesh, say flesh, and dwelt among us. We have seen His glory. What kind of glory? Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. We are called children of God, sons and daughters of God. Pero si Jesus, He is the Son. Gets niyo? The only begotten Son, the Son, nag-iisang anak ng Diyos. We became all children of God through adoption. Because of what Jesus Christ did. Kaya pag sinasabing we are seated with Christ in heavenly places because Christ sat down at the right hand of God, He is our representative to the Father. So therefore, that is our position. We are also seated with Christ in heavenly places. Could you imagine becoming the right in the right hand of God? So first John chapter 4 verse 2, By this you will know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Paano malalaman kung isang spirito ay sa Diyos? Kapag kananampalataya ang si Jesus ay nagkatawang tao. Hindi lang basta tao, kundi nagkatawang tao. Ibig sabihin, dati siya hindi tao. Amen? Christ has come in the flesh. Siya ay nagkatawang tao. Hindi siya dating tao, pero nagkatawang tao dahil mayroon pong dahilan. Now, tignan natin doon sa may Luke chapter 1, doon sa pagkausap ng asang anghel kay Mary. Okay? Dahil ni-reveal na na si Mary ay magdadala sa kanyang sinapupunan ng magiging tagapagligtas. Ito ngayon ang tanong ni Mary. It's a valid question. And Mary said to the, the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin? Now, ano bang pananaw ng virgin sa panahon ng Bible? During the time of Mary, pag sinabing virgin, hindi lamang yun dahil sa hindi siya nagagalaw, kundi ang ibig sabihin nun ay dalaga. Diyan po ba kayo? Ngayon sa ating panahon, iba na yung ibig sabihin ng virgin. Eh. Hindi na dalaga eh, dahil merong dalaga, pero... <laughs> Verse 35, <laughs> And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Okay? Noon kasi, noong mga panahong yon, talagang pagka nabuntis ka, na ikaw ay virgin, papatayin ka sa pamagitan ng bato. Ganun sila kahigpit. Dahil pag sinabing virgin, hindi lamang dalaga ang ibig sabihin. Ibig sabihin talagang virgin. Okay? Papaano ngayon, magiging si Jesus ay magiging isang tao? The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you sa kapangyarihan po ng Santong Espiritu. Okay? Therefore, the child will be born, will be called Holy, the Son of God. Now, ang tanong ko po, yung nanay at tatay ho kaya ni Mary, palagay niyo makasalanan sila. Lato tayo, nagkasala. Tama ho ba? Palagay niyo may kasalanan yung lolo at lola ni Mary? Ay yung kanilang lolo at lola sa tuhod. Because all have sinned. Ngayon, ang tanong ko, si Mary, hindi kayo makasagot. Mag-iisip kayo. Saan ba galing si Mary? Sa nanay at sa tatay niya. Tama ko ba? Now, si Jesus ay galing po sa Diyos. He came from the Father by the Holy Spirit. 
Siya po ay dinalalamang ni Maria sa kanyang sinapupunan. Hindi po si Jesus produkto ng pagtatalik ng babae at lalaki. Or else, kung siya galing sa laman ng tao, siya ay magiging unholy. But he was a product of the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus is holy. Isa pong bagay na dapat nating maunawaan. Dito sa may John chapter 16, verse 28, sabi, I came from the Father and have come into the world and now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. San galing si Jesus? Hindi sinabing, I came from the Father and my mother. Ang sabi niya, I came from the, from the Father. Christ, humanity, even came from the Father. Not from the mother. Pastor, posible ba yun? Tanong ko, si Adan, may nanay ba at may tatay? Wala. It is only by the power of God nung kumuha ang Diyos ng alabok at ito ay kanyang hiningahan at naging living being. That means God can possibly make someone exist even without parents. Nakuha po ninyo? Si Adan, tatanungin nyo kung sino bang pangalan ng nanay at tatay niya. It's only by the power of God. But Jesus Christ came not from the earth, He came from heaven. But Jesus is the second Adam. Bakit siya kinakailangan dumaan sa sinapupunan ni Maria? Ito ang dahilan. Galatians 4 verse 4 to 5, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of woman, born under the law. Sabi niyo, born under the law. To redeem those who were under the law. Naalala niyo sabi ni Jesus, I came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill them. Christ must be born under the law and Mary was under the law. Ano ba yung law? It is the law of sin and death. Ibig sabihin, when you sin, you die. Ganun lang ho yung law na yon. Batas yun, kapag ikaw ay nagkasala, patay kang bata ka. Okay? So kinakalaan, isilang si Jesus ng isang babae so that he would be born under the law dahil lang ililigtas niya were people under the law. At lahat tayo, we were under the law. At alam kong lahat naman tayo ay nagkasala so that He could redeem us para tayo ay matubos ng ating Panginoon. At sabi ron, so that we might receive adoption as son. Sabi nyo, adoption. Kaya tayo yung mga anak ng Diyos, inampun tayo ng Diyos. Pinili tayo ng Diyos na ampunin because Christ is the only begotten Son of God. Sabi ng Hebrews 10 verse 5 to 6, and this is somehow the essence of why, of why Jesus Christ became flesh. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, He said, Sacrifice and offerings you have not desired, but a body have you prepared for me. Sino naganda ng katawan ni Jesus? Ang Ama. In burnt offerings and sin offerings, you have taken no pleasure. Ang Diyos ay nagkaroon po ng tinatawag na batas na para matakpan ng kasalanan ng tao, there must be shedding of the blood. Kaya noong Old Testament, dugo ng hayop ang ginagamit para matakpan ng kasalanan ng tao. But ang gusto ng Panginoon is, sabi niya, without shedding of the blood, there is no remission of sin. Total remission, total cleansing. And the blood of animals, okay, hindi qualified para gawin yon. Kaya si Jesus kinakailangang magkatawang tao dahil ang Diyos ay walang laman, walang buto, walang dugo. So kinakailangan niyang magkatawang tao para sa kanyang pagiging katawang tao, lalabas yung kanyang dugo na kailangan natin para malinis ang lahat ng ating mga kasalanan. Anong dahilan kung bakit siya nagkatawang tao? Hindi yun dahil sa trip lang ni Lord. 
nagkatawang tao siya dahil alam niyang wala tayong pag-asa para bigyan ang sarili natin ng kaligtasan na kahit anong yaman natin, ang talino natin, kahit anong galing natin, hindi natin pwedeng bigyan ang sarili natin ng, ating, ng kaligtasan because lahat tayo ay nagkasala at ang kabayaran ng kasalanan ay kamatayan, hindi lamang physical na kamatayan, kundi spiritual na kamatayan. We are eternally separated from God. But when Christ came, hindi lang siya basta nagkatawang tao. Sa kanyang pagkakatawang tao, he knew very well that he would suffer a horrible death. It's a process of death. Hindi yung kamatay na binarilang patay na. Hindi ho. A horrible death. It's because of you and me. We are the reason why Jesus gave His life. Hindi lamang finulfill ni Jesus yung pagiging kordero ng Diyos na nag-aalis ng kasalanan ng tao, ang requirement ng batas, kinakailangan may saserdote. At ang saserdoteng yung mag-aalay ng handog, ay kinakailangan malinis din. Kaya si Jesus, pinulfill niya ang kanyang tungkulin bilang isang great high priest. Sabi ng Hebrews 4.6, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. In His humanity, He experienced to be tempted, but yet without sin. Kung ikaw, kapatid, ay natutokso sa kasalanan, naiintindihan ka ni Jesus. Alam ni Jesus ang pakiramdam ng isang tinutokso. But the good thing is that hindi siya nagkasala. Ibig sabihin, kaya mo mapagtagumpayan ng tukso sa buhay mo. Because Christ demonstrated the image of a perfect man. Jesus demonstrated the image of our potential as a man that in Christ Jesus, we can obey and we can follow Him and we can get away from all of those temptations only in Christ. But if you are not in Christ, you don't have the strength to resist all of this temptation. Jesus was tempted yet He was without sin. It was a necessary process for him to go through the process of death. And it was also necessary that Jesus Christ was without sin. Dahil kung si Jesus ay nagkasala, hindi siya qualified na maghandog at hindi siya qualified na ihandog bilang hain para sa ating mga kasalanan. Naiintindihan ka ni Jesus dahil siya naminsan ay naging tao. Hindi natin pwedeng sabihin, hey Lord, ikaw eh, hindi mo naman naranasan yung hirap dito. Diyos ka eh, you are a spirit eh. Hindi mo naranasan ang magutob. Hindi mo maranasan ang hirap ng paghahanap ng tuition fee. Hindi mo naiintindihan, Panginoon eh, ang kalagayan ng isang tao. But Christ came as a human being. Lahat ng karanasan ng isang tao, naranasan din ni Jesus. So naiintindihan ka niya, anuman yung problema mo ngayon, anuman yung gumugulo sa isipan mo, naiintindihan ka ni Jesus. Dahil si Jesus minsan ay naging isang tao. Amen. Kaya sabi ron, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. Meaning, we have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses. And that is Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's give Him praise. Because He's qualified as a sacrifice, He's qualified to offer the sacrifice as a high priest. First Timothy 2.5 says, for there is one God and there is one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. 
If Jesus is not fully human, He cannot be a sacrifice for our sins. Babalik po ko doon sa tagpo sa Matthew chapter 16 na kung saan nag-uusap si Jesus sa kanyang mga disipulo at ito ang kanyang tanong. But what about you? Matapos niyang tanungin sino ko sa pananaw ng tao, bumaling siya sa kanyang mga disciples, ang sabi niya, But what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are Messiah, the Son of the Living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, meaning by human intellect, but by my Father in heaven. Hindi ito, ito isang kapayagang, hindi galing sa tao. Nung sinabi niyang, you are the Christ, or you are the, you are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. Pedro, ang kapayagang yan ay hindi galing sa tao. Ang kapayagang yan ay galing sa Ama. Because it's only the Father who can give us the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Once the Father and the Spirit of God move and remove your spiritual cataracts, you will have the spiritual understanding and you will be able to see who Jesus Christ is. It takes a revelation to know Christ. Knowing Christ is not just using human intellect. Human intellect is nothing if God would still put veil on our eyes, hindi natin makikilala si Jesus. But once we receive a revelation from the Father, then makikita mo kung sino si Jesus. Maliliwanagan ka at doon po papasok yung pagkaunawa mo kung sino si Jesus. Ang tanong ko po ngayon is, how about you? Who do you say Jesus is? Tinanong niya kayo mga disipulo eh. Tatanungin ko po kayo sa mga oras na ito. Sa palagay po ninyo, sino si Jesus? Sino siya sa buhay ninyo? Hindi lamang sino siya sa pagkakaintindi ninyo, but sino siya sa inyong puso. Maliban na magkaroon ka ng isang personal na relasyon kay Jesus, na nampalataya kang siya Diyos na tunay, yung Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas, hindi mo makakamit ang kaligtasan na ibinibigay ng Panginoon sa sangkatauhan. Ang kaligtasan ay nakahanda na, pero nangangailangan kunin mo ito sa pamamagitan ng pananampalataya, ng tamang pananampalataya, kung sino si Kristo sa iyong buhay. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is God's revelation of man's salvation. He is Lord and Savior of all. You can no longer deny this truth. This truth exists. But the question is, is this truth in your heart today? With the way you live your life, do people see that Jesus is the Son of God? Is He the Lord and Savior of your life the way you live your life today? Magbabago, takbo ng buhay natin pag nakilala natin si Jesus, hindi lang dito sa isip, kundi dito sa ating mga puso. Ginawa niya ito dahil mahal niya. Ang bawat isa sa atin, siya Diyos na nagkatawang tao upang sa kanyang pagkakatawang tao magawa mong maunawaan kung gaano ka kamahal ng Diyos. Let's bow down our head. Panginoon, maraming salamat po. You did the greatest sacrifice so we can have our salvation. I ask you, Father God, right now to speak in the hearts of these people. Sila man ay matagal ng Kristiyano o sila man ay ngayon lamang naparito. Lord God, let them have the revelation of who Christ is. Na wag nilang tignan si Jesus bilang blessing lang. 
na huwag nilang tignan si Jesus bilang part lang ng kasaysayan, kundi tignan nila si Jesus bilang Panginoon, tagapagligtas, Diyos na nagkatawang tao na buhay sa kanila. Habang tayo po ay nakayuko, I would like to give this opportunity for everyone, especially to those who have not yet surrendered their life to Jesus. Kapatid, kung hindi mo pa naibigay ng lubusan ng buhay mo sa Panginoon, ito yung pagkakataong ibinibigay ko sa iyo. Saan ka man nakaupo sa lugar na ito, nakikita ka ng pa, alam niya yung nangyayari sa buhay mo, sa pamilya mo, sa marriage mo, sa negosyo mo, sa trabaho mo. Pero ang lahat ng ito ay secondary lamang. Ang pinakamalaga ay ang kaluluwa mo at ang puso mo na ibigay mo na ba yan kay Heso Kristo. Gustong makialam ng Panginoon sa buhay mo, papayagan mo ba siya? At na kung nais mong payagan si Jesus sa buhay mo, makialam siya, receive Him right now in your heart as your Lord and Savior. And if you are that person, wherever you are seated in this place, without looking around, can you just lift up your hand so I can pray for you? This is a decision that only you can make. I cannot make that decision for you. I'm just leading you. Kung nais mong tanggapin ngayon ang Panginoon sa puso mo, pwede bang itaas mo lang ang iyong kamay at ikaw ay aking ipapanalangin. This is the day of salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. When the Lord speaks to your heart, let your heart be open. You are doing the greatest decision of your life. Sige po, okay, maya. Lahat po nang nagtaas lang kamay, tayo lang po kayo. Yes. Yes, tayo kayo. Palapakan po natin ang Panginoon sa kanilang buhay. This is for your eternal life. Ang isang desisyon ay napakahalaga. Mas lalo na ang desisyon ng pagkakaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan. This is not just about your future, but about your eternity. Can you just lift up your hands and follow me in this prayer? Tas lang po ninyo ang inyong kamay. Sumabay kayo sa panalangin ito. At sabihin ninyo, Panginoong Jesus, maraming salamat po sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Patawarin mo ako sa lahat ng aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Jesus, pumasok ka sa aking puso. Tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Simula sa araw na ito, ang buhay na ito ay para na lamang sa iyo. Tulungan mo kong mabuhay ayon sa iyong kalooban. Bigyan mo ko ng kalakasan sa aking mga kainaan. Bigyan mo ng solusyon ang aking mga problema pagkat ang tiwala ko ay binibigay ko po sa iyo. Salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.